Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tash Show coming at you. Streaming and screaming right now, live, live, getting it done. To talk about a very interesting, memorable Monday Night Raw. Talk the whole show. Going to talk about that here in this episode of the Tash Show. Also, this episode of the Tash Show. I'll get that in a second. Um, let me tell you guys real quick, if you want to call the show and talk about Raw or other stuff, you can do that at an 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. Yes, if you want to call the show, you can do that. It's very simple. Very simple process. Very easy. So, welcome. Welcome to the show. I am uh, live from the Gimmick. Well, I'm actually not from the Gimmick Clubhouse. There's a video shot of the Gimmick Clubhouse. I am actually... In the Rage Cave, yes, hello everyone, yes, hello, yes, indeed, indeed, yes. So there's some things, uh, I guess we'll get into house cleaning, kind of segue into it. Uh, basically, here's your house cleaning. So, this edition of the Taz Show will be an express edition of the Taz Show. Choo-choo, choo-choo, as the trains go. Choo-choo, express line. On the tracks, third rail going, cat the red line, the whole thing. I'll give you railroad chatter. I know my railroad shit. Trust me. Express edition. Enough with the intro music, sir. Please kill it. It's been going on for about 20 minutes. Okay. So, um, one hour, be done at 9 a.m. Eastern. Why? Why, Taz? Why are you going to give us a short version of the show? You suck, out You're going to fire you at CBS. They hate you. You're not hired a packing order. They keep cutting your show. You fuck. It's not the reasons. I mean, they might hate me. And they might fire me. But that's not why my show's only one hour today. Uh, there is the, at the Gimmick Clubhouse, they are recording a, a video shoot, I believe. And um, so uh, we were told this edition, we were told last week, today's edition would have to be a one hour. So that also means there will be no Mike Johnson in this edition of the show. This will be me giving you my thoughts, opinions, views on Raw and other shit. And you can call and interact also. You can do that if you'd like. I give you the phone number. I am not doing it again. I don't give you the number a lot. I give it at the top. If you miss it, you don't have it in your phone, that's not my problem. So uh, that's how it goes. Let me say hello uh, to uh, the man who thinks he's a co-host, but he's not. Uh, he is a producer. He's pretty famous. They call him Dumpster Love. I call him Anthony. And video producer extraordinaire. How are you, sir? I'm doing swell. How are you, boss? Overmodulated, but maybe that's just you speaking. Uh, I'm fine, sir. My fine. voice is overmodulated for yeah. life. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Listen, we missed you on the special, by the way. Um, I'm very Sunday disappointed night. that I could not be there 
I would have much rather be there than at the place I was. Yeah, well, you know, here's the thing. Um, not one person complained that you weren't there, just so you know, except me. I, I missed you. Nobody else did. I'm just like you know. you're the man. I am the man, and now you're done on the show. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, so there you go. That was Anthony, video producer extraordinaire. So uh, Raw. So look, here's the thing. Put up a uh, put up a little thing on the social media. I was curious what you, the people, uh, thought of this attack, this under siege gimmick by SmackDown. And as I do this show live, 83% of you all like the SmackDown attack, which you know uh, I think was interesting. I liked it. I was on the fence. I was curious. I couldn't wait to do my show. I wanted to just get out there on social media to see what the audience thinks or people that follow me anyway. And um, so far, it seems like, uh, and if I'm uh, not, uh, Dennis, if you have um, an update on that, if it's still 83%, um, if you just interrupt me, let me know. It is 83% to 17. I know my shit. Holding steady. I know my stuff. I might have missed something else before I get into talking about SmackDown. Um, ah, man, I'm, I'm rusty. I haven't done a show in one day. Um, let, you know what? Let me, let me, because I'm going to be heavy throttle raw talk about the SmackDown thing. A lot of thoughts and opinions on Shane McMahon, uh, the SmackDown talent, the actual physical attack, social media with them, with WWE. Uh, a lot of stuff. So let me let me tell you. Let me get some some more something else in house cleaning. It's kind of a what this is called disjointed house cleaning. We never normally do this. Okay, it's like that means Taz forgot to do something in the front end of house cleaning, so we have to do it now. Uh, so yeah, uh, the shirt I am wearing. This is the new FTW shirt right here. There it is, kids. There it is, bitches. Okay, yeah, FTW Jones. That's right. Old school throwbacks. His human suplex machine. Maybe we could put a graphic up uh, there, in. So people can see where the what the deal y'all in this is. Uh, and Dennis, please tell the audience where they can find this new FTW throwback. I would love to. Fans of the Taz Show, would you please go over to ProWrestlingTees.com for all your Taz Show merch. Now you say, Dennis, what do I have to hit? You go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash T-A-Z. That'll bring you to the Human Suplex Machine, FTW, with a little 13 right there in the W. You can buy a spitballing shirt. You can buy a running the game shirt, a rover shirt. There's a plethora of Taz Show merchandise you can find. Rover hats, but especially the FTW shirt that you are currently wearing. ProWrestlingTees.com slash T-A-Z. See, now, you do a great job of that. And the reason why I don't do it is because then they could say, oh, Taz, you're shilling your stuff. I don't shill anything. <laughs> Happy Not to me. do it for you. Uh, shill Jones. There he is. Chunky Shill Jones. So uh, that's the deal. Um, also, speaking of uh, someone said something about stickers here. In her, I over there might have said something. I heard the word stickers. Uh, hey, do we have a graphic on stickers? There's a new sticker out in there. Oh, there it is. The Taz Tin sticker. Ha! What about this, uh, Dennis? Oh, for a Taz Tin sticker? It's available in long chat form in several sizes. You simply go to loud egg, like uh, like the egg that chickens like lay. A loud, like a loud egg, yeah, like a like a like a beck. Bagok, like a loud <laughs> egg. <laughs> dot com slash store s t o r e loud egg dot com slash store. Look at the. I mean, if you're watching the video, you obviously see it. If you're listening to the audio, tune into the video because the graphic is. 
delightful. It it mm-hmm. it's got your beautiful face all over it. Premium oh, orange yes. and black. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's going to be hot. Winter's coming. If you don't have a Tasho sticker slapped on oh. your shovel, you're making a huge mistake. That's a good that right there. That's a good idea. And if you do buy a sticker, and you put it on your shovel. I will retweet the shit out of that if you tweet that to me because that, sir, is a great idea that Dennis just had. Um, and by the way, do you know what this decal, the sticker, I call, I call it decal because I'm in the business. You know <laughs> what this is a spinoff of, you know, without saying maybe too much. But you understand what this, what Tim means. You get it, right? I, I get it, yes. Tell the audience. Tell uh, it, it is a form of chewing tobacco. Ah, yes, yes. So even if you're against tobacco products, which many folks are, it's fine. It doesn't mean you're support. I'm not supporting dip. I want all my teeth. I understand you do, folks. You still could buy a stick. It doesn't mean you're supporting dip or, or, or chaw. You know, I just had another idea. For those oh, yeah. of you who do chew tobacco and their wives or girlfriends are always complaining, I don't like you doing it, buy a huh. sticker, slap it right on there. Now you say, I'm supporting Taz. Be like, there's nothing in here. It's just a Taz sticker. Right. There's no nicotine in this. There's no, uh, <laughs> no, it's just, it's basically, it's licorice. It's just Taz loves licorice. Everybody knows that. That's a great idea. Man, man, it's loaded with decal ideas. You start a sticker company. You're the, great. The Taz Show, lying to your wife since last week. There it is. All right, well, we'll see you tomorrow, Dennis. You're done. All right, so uh, take care. Bye-bye. All right, so there you have it. Vanna Lumberjack White right there. All right, so Raw, um, here's the deal, right? So. Like we said, 83% of you all liked it, which I think is interesting. Um, I did not expect this to happen. I did not see this coming. Um, That's why I enjoy that I don't have sauces and stooges that rat things out to me or I don't delve into that because I'd rather, as most of you all, be a viewer and be surprised. I enjoy that. Uh, To me, that makes the show uh, more fun to watch. Uh, that's just me. That's just I don't need to be in the inn because I've been in the inn, so I get it. I, I live the inn. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so so the thing is, uh, I didn't see this coming, and I was really surprised because what they did here was they really painted Shane as a heel, like scumbag heel Jones here. You know, I thought that was interesting. To me, that's really how I took it, the whole under siege thing. Earlier in the night, he popped up out of nowhere. Kurt was so happy to see him. Oh, my God. You know, blah, blah, blah. And these guys were competitors and, you know, and fought each other a few times. I mean, that, that wasn't brought up. But regardless, they know each other for a lot of years. A lot of years. I worked in a company with both of them. Uh, behind the scenes, on camera, I, you know, of course. I mean, jeez, they go way back, these two guys. So the, the, the meeting of them backstage on camera was very cool. And... Kurt did a good job because it seemed like Kurt was kind of just ad-libbing. Uh, not that he does a bad job when he doesn't ad-lib, but, you know, I just always think it's better to ad-lib. Um, yeah, as long as the company lets you. But the thing what I'm saying with the heel thing with Shane is they kind of just let him, uh, you know, his gimmick was that he just came there and, you know, whatever, said hello. And, you know, and they talked a little bit about AJ being on TLC and yada, yada. I think that's what they talked about. Bottom line is it kind of was, when I say scumbag type shitty heel, the character, Shane McMahon, that's kind of what it was because later on he came through the audience with the whole SmackDown roster, you know, which was very odd, meaning that's a sneaky, scummy heel thing to do where you're there acting like you're just by yourself and just chilling, saying hello to your old friend, but meanwhile, you got your whole roster with you. 
And then you're going to bum rush and, and not just bum rush the live broadcast. Again, I'm speaking in character here, meaning the cat, meaning the show, um, raw, you know, but, but you, you're not just going to bum rush that live broadcast, but now you're going to just run as someone would call it rum shot throughout the whole locker room, you know, and beat up all Kurt's talent, you know, man, that's a, And then hang out in a ring where, there's no blood on Shane's hands, but he just hits the one line under siege, and then they, they, they Baron, I think it was Rusev, hold Kurt's arms, bring him out towards ringside like he's a feeble old man, which the night before he was fucking suplexing guys left and right and beating people up with a flak jacket on. I don't understand. <laughs> Dennis, did you see this? I did, and I... <laughs> oh, it, it's bad that I instantly thought of that, and I was like, you know... I, I same thing to your. I was like, he was he wrestled last night, and now they're gonna paint him like they might as well put him in a wheelchair and wheel him out there. Like they're holding him around like he's me. Like you know, <laughs> no, you could you could have wrestled you you could have wrestled Sunday night. I can't even move my hand. I had surgery. The hand's still shot. I got nerve damage. I, they, they would hold me like they held Kurt. Hold hold him delicate with this guy. He's gonna fall apart. He's a piece of brittle. And, and Kurt's facial expressions are second to none. He oh, does he great. does a scared face better than anyone I've seen. <laughs> He really does. For a guy that's extremely credible, like real life credibility, like his facials are great. And last night, like you felt bad for Kurt. I yeah. mean, I did. I felt bad for him, you know. Um, but the way they were holding his arms, like, all right, come on, you old <laughs> bastard, get out there. And and Shane wants to look at you or something. Like, you know, like it was just like this guy just wrestled. Like, it's like he's Kurt Angle. He's, you know, he's a gold medalist. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, um, but anyway, I, it, look, I was surprised they did this, um, which means I like it because I like being surprised. I like that. I, I like when I saw when I saw Shane leading the pack coming down that aisle way, I was surprised. Now, from a ratings perspective, I mean, just armchair quarterback, and ah, there was a way they could have did something uh, to kind of hook the audience because when I watched the cruiserweights uh, in that tag match, I kind of got, I mean, I, I think they were promoting that they're going to name the, Kurt was going to name the captains for the Raw team for, you know, I'm talking about Survivor Series. But I kind of got hung up in that in that uh, that match with the Zo Train versus Lucha Lucha, which are two funny names, by the way. Um, They, they didn't hook me because when the match ended at like 10 o'clock, I'm like, huh, I knew something else was coming. I forgot all about the Kurt thing. But if there was some way, if they could have put a little tease, ah, I guess that's just, I guess there's two creative ways to look at it. I'm spitballing out here. What I was just about to say was maybe it would have been better if um, if they would have, uh, when Kurt and Shane met backstage, if they would have did a little thing where there was, it was a teeny bit of tension, like competitive tension towards the end of their promo, but nothing crazy. Their interview, their conversation. But if they would have went maybe a little level, another level, something where, like this, the way they paint and chain is this heel or this character, this would have fit perfectly into it. Again, I'm just spitballing. Where as they say goodbye to each other backstage early in the night, and Shane's like, I got to get out of here. I got, you know, I got to get to Milwaukee. We got SmackDown tomorrow. He goes, yeah, no, I know. And I, I'm sorry. Kurt will go, yeah, yeah, I know. Have a great show. And all that. Again, I appreciate the stuff with, with, with AJ Styles or whatever. And um, and then as they shake hands, 
maybe it's that Kurt was going to walk away, and then Shane kind of doesn't let go of his hand and tugs on his hand, pulls him back a little bit. He goes, oh, by the way, uh, champ, watch your back, and walks away. Shane then walks away. You see what I'm saying, Dennis? Yeah, I I don't know if I like that one because I like after the whole thing happened when when Shane comes down from the ring, you kind of go back and it was like I feel I think didn't Shane say under siege when he was talking to yeah. Angle? Uh, he did, he did, it. and that's what was weird. He did do that. He so did. he was like dropping clues, and then it was uh, what was the other clue he gave? Um, he did oh, give when, another clue when he was like, "I'll was. see," yeah, he was like, "I'll see you later," and he kind of let it linger a little. Good point. I forgot he said that. He did. So it was I'm like... Not... No, but... but here, <laughs> Thanks for the see, invite. Here's my thing. <laughs> here's my thing. Please, I fed you once on Sunday. I'm, no, I'm you did Thank you for that very much. Got to take a second mortgage out of my home. <laughs> yeah. I had to order Japanese food for you and Seth. Well, uh... Seth, he had a noodle. Seth had a noodle and he was full. You don't have any grains? No, they don't do that in Japanese restaurants. There's no grain. Closest thing is brown rice. But that's carbs. Seth, you know what? Go take a shit. Okay. Give me some seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that decal sticker is really promoting chewing tobacco. Oh, Shane. Oh, Shane. I'm calling him Shane. Oh, it's, it's whatever your name is. Seth, stop. Two Madoffs right tobacco. there. Yeah. But if I give that prick a free decal, he'll stick that shit all over the place. He'll put it on his own windshield of his car. He gets in a car accident. Taz did it. You see this sticker? Go to loudlake.com. I got it for free. Hooray! I can't go off the rails about this, the, the whole gimmick with, with uh, what's his face, Seth. I'm talking Shane here. Uh, the thing is, I okay, look, at, I, all I'm saying is that if they would have done that, Dennis, it's it's more of a little bit of a hook to keep people laid up. Uh, you're probably right what you're saying. Maybe it's better the way they kept it because that's kind of what you're alluding to. And you're probably right. Maybe it is. I'm just, I'm not always right. <laughs> just look at the Oscar-Emma match. Uh, twice. I was wrong twice. How's that? But I didn't even predict that. Emma. I, I stayed away from it last night. Did you notice that? I didn't I, even touch yeah. that. <laughs> I would have doubled down if I were you. No, no, because I knew I knew it. I'm like, there's no way. They're done. Mm-mm-mm. They're going safety booking Jones. That's how they do. That's what they do. Um, I mean, last night they went a little bit off the rails, which was nice with this whole invasion, I guess. Uh, they'll probably stay away from that word. That's why they're using under siege. See, that's WWE's deal, okay? These are things you won't hear on Dancing with the Table or Raw Talk, SmackDown Talk, or Sunday Night Heat Talk. So, basically, um, you don't want to re- make anything feel recycled. That's And they're smart for this, and this this is what they do. I'm just letting you know. I'm pulling back the curtain on their deal. That's why the word's under siege, because it's a new word. It's a new hashtag. They could make merchandise or whatever they want to do. Well, don't do merchandise instead of saying the word invasion. So when I was there and we were doing all that kind of stuff, it was the word invasion. You know, so it's like, let's go under siege. You know, it's a different. It's another way of saying a covert, sneaky attack, I guess. I don't know. But um, at the end of the day, I thought it was cool. I mean, it wasn't uh, like I said, it was different. I didn't expect it. So I liked it. I, I didn't dislike it. Um, there were a couple things on the show I didn't like, and I'll get into that here shortly in this episode, even though it's an express edition. Oh, by the way, which we will be on Facebook Live at 8.30 a.m. Eastern at facebook.com slash The Taz Show. Yeah, so you can watch the second half of the show, this show, there, if you'd like. 
or continue listening live on the radio.com app or watching live at tashow.com or listening live at tashow.com or maybe you're checking out the podcast at Spotify, iTunes, or TuneIn. Boom. Um, it, whatever you're doing, I definitely appreciate that. It's not a cliche thing. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Let me go to the phone calls uh, real quick here because phones are lighting up over here. Let's go to James in North Kakalaki or Carolina, as some call it. Uh, James, you're on the Tash Show. What do you say there, Haas? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about was I feel like the fans and WWE are both kind of like it's it's weird because when Kurt came back to wrestle on TLC on Sunday, everyone was acting like he just hasn't even wrestled in the last. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> to me, it's everything Kurt's done since he's been back sadly has been one of the most awkward things i think this is like the most awkward phase of his career and i don't think that it's meant to be that way and i think he's doing the best he can with what he's dealt but so far james so far i agree with everything you're saying that's why i'm not interrupting you continue uh but but yeah i just feel like he's He's just not – it's not the same because I think – it feels – everything he's doing right now just feels scripted and literally down to the T. I feel like Kurt Angle was known in the past for his personality, his humor, everything, and it's just like everything's so awkward and yeah. and weird now. <clears throat> well, here's the thing, James, a couple of things, buddy, and you make a lot of good points. So here's the thing. I agree with just about everything you're saying. Um, it does feel awkward, though. I, I do agree. A, a lot of things feel awkward a lot of times on Raw and SmackDown. Um, not just stuff involving Kurt. And I, look, everybody knows I go way back with Kurt. I love Kurt. I mean, he's a good friend of mine. And and I've talked about Kurt in the past where, where a guy like me or a lot of other guys, we wanted to ad-lib. Kurt was a guy who liked to work from what I remember with Kurt, even in TNA, where he liked to work off of a quasi-script. That Kurt, Kurt from... What I understood was not a huge guy into ad-libbing. But I think that there's a way to work off of a script and then kind of spitball off of that script as bullet points. And I don't. I think that's what Kurt used to do. I think now it's almost like they want him verbatim, um, which I don't think works. The other thing, James, I will let you know in my strong opinion when it comes to Kurt. And now, he never flat out told me this, but just my vibe over the years and just knowing him. Uh, you know, I think Kurt, you know, wants to wrestle more. That's just my opinion. I think he's basically said that, and that was not. I think he said it publicly, didn't he, Dennis? And it wasn't news to me because that didn't shock me one bit. Is, is, yeah, he's, he he's, say this he said that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, I so I think James, to your point, that's part of the, the thing where it's a little awkward. Also, the thing, James, you're still there, right, buddy? James. James is gone. Okay. Thank you for calling, James. Um, the thing <laughs> that was awkward, that whole thing right there. <laughs> Speaking of awkward, that was awkward. That, the way I, I, I didn't know he was gone. All right. So uh, J- James is right on a lot of things. but And the thing that he that James just said was the whole um, that on Sunday at TLC, they were acting like Kurt hasn't wrestled in 11 years. Well, if you listen closely to the announcing and anything that they said, any of the talking heads, even before the show or after the show, or whatever, they uh, they are making sure they're saying he hasn't been in a WWE ring 
you know, qualifiers like that. Uh, he hasn't wrestled in WWE. He hasn't wrestled WWE because they can't. They won't. They'll do their best not to just flat lie. They're not going to plug TNA, which, I have to be honest, is a little weird because you. This is the disconnect where I'm confused. Okay, you go on a WWE network. You have Dixie Carter on there, talking about Kurt Angle, which I thought was great by the WWE production. And at the end of the day, that's Vince McMahon's call to have Dixie on camera because a good chunk of Kurt's career was in TNA. And they get Dixie's perspective on Kurt as a man, as an employee, as a you know talent and everything, and, and, and a different perspective as opposed to just WWE people. I thought that was great by WWE back then. Okay, I understand all the stuff with the Hardys and all that stuff that went down with the broken thing and then you know, uh, lawsuits and this and that. I get it. But I, I think that WWE, if you're going to acknowledge other promotions at times or people, I say be consistent with that and keep going with that. You know, don't you don't have to go and promote other shows. I'm not ex- I don't want to exaggerate here, but I don't think your ratings going to dip and, and you're not giving, f- uh, you know, helping TNA, you know, flourish. Because they don't even call TNA anymore anyway. But when Kurt was there, they were. And if you said, you know, he's, he spent a good lot of years in TNA and wrestling. And, and, and instead, what they do, they have the announcers say cliche stuff like, all over the world, AJ Styles. He's a world traveler. He's been all over the world. He's wrestled Bobby Roode. Glorious. He's all over the world. Stop. It's fucking 2017. It's almost 2018. Let's be honest with the audience. Holy shit. I, I, I mean, I'm starting to realize more and more, you know, that that. And I'm going to get into this after the break because I got to go to break here in a second. I got to take more calls. That the whole, like the whole too sweet thing, Quiet Fox, whatever, too sweet, the whole uh, Bullet Club. You know, and when AJ and Finn did that, there's different reports out there. And then AJ said something publicly on his Twitter about this, replying to a fan. Um, but I, but but WWE had it on their header, I believe. They, they had it on the WWE um, Twitter account on their header. Those two guys, you know, Quiet Fox in their hands. And um, so my point is, you, WWE, it seems like you are embracing the hardcore wrestling community more now. You had a bunch of people, which I was surprised at the TLC show, chanting, too sweet, too sweet, too sweet. I, I, I didn't, that was nice to see that there was that many people from the, from the hardcore universe of the wrestling fan base. You know, and uh, at WWE, okay, on their social media account, having, having AJ and... Uh, did you see this, Dennis? AJ, the, the Twitter account or not? The AJ one or the WWE? No, AJ and Finn were doing the gimmick with the Quiet Foxes meeting. Right, I saw the WWE retweet it, and they said it was like, this this match was just too sweet or something of that. Correct, correct. But not just that. I believe they had it briefly yesterday on their Twitter header, on one of their social media oh, accounts. Oh, I didn't, see, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they did. But anyway, I'm going to go to break oh, here. Oh, it's still, and I'm it's still there now. It. It's still there now. I'm, okay. I just checked. It's still there. Okay. Well, then that could. Okay. Because uh, I had a different theory on Finn Balor and why he got pinned yesterday by Kane. And I'm going to talk about that. So maybe my theory is wrong. You don't even know what my theory is, but I'm going to tell you when we come back from break. I'm going to talk about Paul Heyman's promo. You got to remember me on those, Dennis, because it's going to be, you know, we got 30 minute segment coming up. Uh, I want to talk more about the, the SmackDown Under Siege gimmick. I want to take some phone calls. We'll be on Facebook Live. Very busy, no dicking around, Taz Show, Tuesday edition, Red Hot Express edition. Be right back. 
All right. Back here live on the Taz Show, and it's Tuesday edition, talking some Raw. As I said, uh, this will be an express edition of the show. Got a little detailed on uh, some stuff with Raw. I talked about the whole invasion on the siege thing. Uh, we got into that a little bit. Shane looking like a heel. Sneaky heel Jones. Whew. I guess that's the way they're going to go. And we'll see what happens tonight on SmackDown. I'm sure there'll be some retaliation by Raw. There would have to be. So this thing's going to get pretty good here if they do it the right way. Uh, by the way, we're live on Facebook right now at uh, Facebook.com slash The Taz Show. So thank you, everybody, here on Facebook, if you're checking out the show there. Appreciate that. Um, Going to get to the phone calls in a minute here. Everything's busy. Everything's just busy, busy, busy. Um, like I was saying here uh, before we went to break, I was talking about um, the whole thing with uh, Finn, uh, Finn Balor and, uh, and AJ Styles. Uh, what that... On WWE social media account, they have them doing the two sweet hand thing, uh, touching together. But I had this theory, man, uh, because of basically what happened yesterday, uh, you know, with, with Kane and, um, you know, with Kane and Finn, that they had him get chokeslammed three times and get beat, pinned after he just got off of this huge win and this great match on TLC against AJ Styles. It just, I don't think that's made sense. And I'm starting to think, well, does he have heat? Because, you know, apparently AJ Styles said to some fan on social media um, that uh, basically Vince McMahon had no idea that he and AJ were going to do the two sweet hand thing. Did you see that, Dennis? I didn't see that, no. Yeah, if you go to AJ Styles' Twitter account, you'll find it, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on there. And uh, unless he took it down, I don't know. I haven't looked at it. But, Yeah. So apparently uh, he said to a fan that Vince had no idea about this, which then I'm like, oh, boy, that's how you get some heat right there. But I'm, I don't think I'm right on that because they still have it on, on social media. You know, um, did AJ take that? Is it there? Did you take a look, Dennis? I'm looking currently. Um... He had like a note that he, uh, whatever, you tweet out a note because it was not 140 characters or too long Jones, you know, type thing. No. <clears throat> It's gone. Really? Am I, like, imagining things here? I, I saw this happen. Wow, he took that down. Oh, boy. So, uh, this one I saw that on there. I don't know. Unless I'm missing something. Hey, let's go out to California. Miles, uh, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, Haas? Miles. What's up, man? What's up? How you doing, buddy? What's up, man? I'm doing good, man. Um, I just wanted your take on the um, Alicia, Alicia Keys finally getting a, 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 Alicia Keys. a decent win. I was going to say, Alicia Keys, she could sing her ass off. I don't know about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Alicia Fox. I'm Alicia Fox. I know, I know. I'm joking. Uh, before yeah. I answer your question um, about the Foxy one, did did you see that, uh, Miles, when I'm talking about with AJ Styles? Didn't he tweet something like that? I did not see that, man. Did not see that. Dude, what is going on here? Was this like uh, was? It's a hoax. Am I like seeing things? All right, anyway, my take, Miles, on the whole thing with Alicia Fox, I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was great. I, I was happy to see that that uh, Alicia Fox, she's the captain now of the female Raw team. I, I said I said this the other day, man, when we did the prediction show. I'm pretty sure I was talking about her that they are um they're starting to push her a little more. She's such an over animated character. She's yeah. always in great shape. Um, I don't normally put over people's bridge work in suplexes, but I got to say her back bridge. Is outstanding, phenomenal. Yes. So, 
Good, good move. Really good move on her part. I yeah. humbly say, I humbly say, and thank you for calling, Miles, that her back bridge, this is humbly, it might not sound humbly, her back bridge is almost as good as my bridge, but I was 250 pounds, and she's 100 pounds. So, But who would you rather see go into a bridge, me or Alicia Fox? That's the key. I'm saying that is the key, Dennis. Oh, it's you hands down because it, it's <laughs> so technically sound. It's just like a it's like oh, a yeah. moving Mona Lisa. Yeah, thank you. A moving Mona Lisa. Oh my God! It's not. Whoa! Like Alicia now you sound like Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. <laughs> I meant to say I fucked up my own joke. Um, <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> dude, I could just want. I, dude, I could have sworn that this guy tweeted this. I'm looking online. I see. I feel like it. It definitely happened. I'm trying to find like the direct image of it. Anybody on Facebook Live? Um, Ignacio Vasquez saying share the show. That's right. Go on Facebook Live and share it. You're damn right. Uh, Kevin Gilbert. Wow, Dennis looks bigger. <laughs> you got to see me on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. all right. I got it. You found it. I did find it. Uh, AJ tweeted, just so you know, Lewis, I guess that was the fan, uh, Vince had nothing to do with the two sweet between Finn and I. In fact, I say it was two men showing the world that we haven't forgotten where we came from. Forever, we will love our BC brothers. Well, the club is BC. Okay, so it's still on now. Okay, so that means WWE did not tell him to take it down. Okay, so that's good. Um... They still have it on the social media, you said, those guys doing the double quiet fox with the hands. So um, I guess my theory of maybe that Finn got a little heat, even though AJ won, and they had Kane crush him, uh, I guess is wrong. I guess that has nothing to do with it. There was no heat. So, okay, I, again, that's just a conspiracy theory by me that I was wrong on. I just said it in this show, so scratch it from the record. But I guess they are going the way they seem like they want to go, and then building Kane as the monster until, what's his name, uh, Braun Strowman comes back. From the garbage truck. So, um, you know, I love Kane. Uh, I do. Um, I love him. I, I, I personally, I, he's a great guy. I know him a long time. Uh, I've worked with him. Just a good guy, man. Um, and he's a, a big star. Uh, obviously, he's in the twilight of his career. Let's be frank. He's trying. To, he's doing his political thing. He's doing, and he's a very intelligent guy, by the way. Uh, for those that don't know him personally, I don't think that Finn Balor should even be in a ring with him. I don't think that you should use Finn as a sacrificial lamb uh, because he's a lot smaller than Kane. I think that just shows old school WWE booking. I was not a fan of this. You, you could have accomplished what you wanted to accomplish WWE with Kane, which I'm not saying you shouldn't do, but you could have accomplished that without using Finn as a pawn, and that's what you did. I, I don't think you needed to do that. Kane's a big enough star. He, he, that's not going to make him a bigger star by doing that to Finn. Uh, it just it just takes one of your young guys and puts them, you know, you went three steps forward with, with, with Finn on Sunday by getting a great win and a great match over AJ, and now you drop back down with Finn. And you do this a lot with Finn, and the guy's a tremendous talent. Uh, you know, either you push them or you're not pushing them. Don't dick the guy around. It's annoying. <laughs> it really is. It's annoying for fans. This guy's got a, a legions of fans all over. You, you, you had the whole two-sweet thing going. You still could run with that. Now you can't. I guess you can't because you got this whole under siege thing. But they look like a little bit all over the place, WWE. I got to be honest with you. They got a lot of shit going on. Uh, they don't stay in their lane. There's a lack of consistency in a lot of the booking. There really is. It just it just is. Um, but I'll tell you who stays in their lane and who is consistent in excellence, and that is 
Paul Heyman. Okay, Paul Heyman, promo, on point. Outstanding. Now, some people didn't like it because they're saying it's unfair to gender. You know, uh, obviously, gender can't cut a promo like Paul, and, and Paul is going to attack. And he said, I never, like, I, I'm paraphrasing what Paul said. I'm putting words in his mouth, kind of. Paul, in his promo, said, I never, like, personally attacked any of Brock's opponents, and he went through a list, which isn't true. Paul still has heel tendencies, and he's going to lie. So he did attack a lot of those guys verbally. He did attack Samoa Joe. He did attack, and he did because he's a, he's got heel tendencies. So he should lie in his promo. I know how Paul comes off in his promos and how he thinks and how he preps, and that's why he does that. He is giving a little bit of lying there, and and he should. He should. Um, I have no problem at all, except good problems. I thought it was great the promo about gender, <clears throat> and if I'm gender, I'm happy. Um. Because if I could do anything and have any kind of a verbal bob at all with Paul Heyman, uh, yeah, sure. Can Jinder hang with Paul Heyman? No. If they're shooting, no, he can't. Paul's a pro. Paul, Paul's not going to do that. Paul's not just going to rip this guy. He might have you people work that he'll do that, but that's not what he is. He's a professional. He's going to help Jinder. Anybody who gets in an interaction with Paul in a promo se segment from this newer group of wrestlers, they're going to flourish, and it's good for them. You understand me? It's good for them, okay? I was in their shoes many years ago, okay? Trust me, it's good for them. You know, uh, you can eat Paul up on a promo if he lets you. <laughs> so, and, and he'll do the job. He'll put over talent. He will. That's his job. He knows his job. He's been around the business since he's, since he's a kid. He knows his job, and he gets over Brock, and everybody that Brock works with, Paul gets them over too. Trust me. Don't be a mock. Fans, don't be mocks, even though you're all mocks. Is that rude to say it like that, Dennis? I'm a mark. Uh, anyway. Yeah, probably. But do what you want. Yeah. I don't mean it like that. You know, you know what I mean. I mean I'm, I'm Chuck. I don't give a fuck. You, know, you I mean, mean endearingly. Oh, yeah. You know me. I'm a loving guy. You know, that's how I am. Um, so. No, what I'm saying is you can't be, uh, I don't like the promo. It's not fair to Jinder. What's, what, these are grown men. What's not fair? What are we talking about? We're talking about, you know, 7U baseball? What are we talking about here? What's fair? It's not, it's not, that's not even fair. What, what, I mean, what, what's fair? Nothing's fair. Life's not fair. Stop at the fair. These are professionals. Stop it. Paul's a pro. He's not going to get into a verbal bob and just guzzle Jinder Bahal unless for some reason they say, shoot all the way. I doubt they're going to do that. I, I doubt it. <clears throat> now, there's some intrigue in this match. That's Paul's job, guys. For anybody who's upset about the promo, that's his job, to build intrigue in the match. It's intriguing now. It is. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I say. Uh, let's go to Ryan in uh, Baltimore. Ryan, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Taz, it's an honor to speak to you, man. I was a fan of you for years, brother. But, uh, Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. But I want to say, I don't know if you talked about this or not. I know you talked about Kane and that Ben Balor thing. Yeah. I felt the same way that you felt. It didn't make sense to put Finn in that ring with him. I mean, you had guys. I mean, when they had that backstage siege that, that SmackDown had, you saw a Rhino back there. You saw guys back there that he could have threw in there to – to take, I mean, some, my buddy said Jason Jordan, but I said you couldn't use Jason Jordan because he put him over on Sunday night with Elias. 
So well, you can't. You yeah, can't, no. You right. You, you're right. You, you had guys back there, but the thing is, yeah. I, I know. But Ryan, you know why they did it? Is because they, they, if they put Rhino in there, or something that's not going to get a number. I'm not saying put someone in, but someone that's not at the level of Finn. If we just saw him coming off of TLC, it's too too soon. Right. That's my point. You know. Right, right, right. And that, and then, and I don't know what they're doing with Finn because Finn. I would think that they was going to use Finn to come back. as He, he never lost the Universal Championship. He had to give it up. So they never right. even used that and never put that in the storyline for Finn Balor. So I don't know what are they doing with this guy. He's a great talent. You know, yeah. I thought they were going to use him as he never lost the Universal title. He wants it back. You know, and that's where yeah. I thought they was going to go with it. But I don't are you, Hey, bro, bro, are you newer to my show? Like, do you listen all the time for a long time or you're kind of newer? I'm kind of new. I uh, I listen to you on, on Facebook when I have a chance at work, but I'm, gotcha. I'm new. I'm the first time calling you and all right, cool, brother. To, yeah. to you, man. But you know. No, it's all good. Listen, right, because I, I, just so you know, and I appreciate you calling, dude, seriously, I talked about that a whole bunch. To your point, exactly what you just said about Finn, I always thought that he was going to come back and battle back for the Universal title and never lost. But they completely got him out of that. And, and, and I've said it before, just like you said, you know, they don't even, they got to even bring it up. I mean, because it, it's, you know, he's doing his job. I always say that, yeah. you know, you, he's doing his job. You know, you, if you work at Burger King and they want you to cook, you know, whoppers, and you say, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I want to cook uh, chicken sandwiches, not whoppers. Well, then you get fired. You know what I mean? And Ryan, thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> much love there, as they say. That's going to be my new thing, Dennis. When when, when uh, people are, you know, hang up or say goodbye, uh, I'm going to say, much love. You know what I mean? That's the passion that only you bring. Yeah, kind of like a like a Rasta feel, like I was a Rasta say, music. Bob, Bob Marley esque. Yeah, yeah, like that, like uh, you know, something like that, but different. Take you know? Much love, you know, <laughs> much love, bitch. Oh, probably leave that part out. <laughs> uh yeah. So oh, the other thing I was gonna say about the whole. Smackdown of the Siege, I I, uh, I noticed uh, earlier while I was show prepping a little bit and I went on social media, WWE has a lot of the Smackdown talent putting different video uh, stuff up there on their social media accounts, on their private, their personal social media accounts, uh, shooting like they're kind of, not shooting, but working, I should say, but like where they're like, ah, Raw has always been the, the supreme brand and, you know, we are the, uh, you know, we are the, uh, the, 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 the brand that's not pushed a, a, a lot, again, paraphrasing. And so they're trying to, I, I think it's very smart what they're doing, having the SmackDown talent go on their personal um, Twitter accounts and social media accounts and, and stay in character. And that's what they're doing with this. And it's smart. It just spreads the word even more if you happen to miss Raw or something like that. And also, which is a, back to a connection to about Paul Heyman, this is where Paul is very, very smart. And it went over a lot of people's heads. In his promo, which I can assure you, Brock and he will stay out of this whole, that any uh, the gang fighting with the under siege and all that stuff. But if you notice the little subtle things, Paul said, and I, I don't remember exact words about Brock, and he called Raw the mothership show. Did you catch that, Dennis? I, I was good when you were uh, when you were like just talking just now. I feel like flagship is a good word that they describe Raw with too, like the flagship yeah, show. Yeah, correct. Right. Which is true, which is all true. And right. I can tell you from experience, I can tell you from experience, like when I worked there and I was on SmackDown, I've talked about this before. This is not new news here, but 
man, there, there was always that feel. This is this is not a new story, by the way. That, that SmackDown is the little engine that could, and and Raw is the the powerhouse. You know, they they've been going with this for years because it's the truth. <laughs> I, I lived it uh, on the SmackDown side. It, it was, but it was real for us, and um, especially for Michael Cole and I. I talked about this with, with, with towards Jr. and King. You know, uh, they were the older Hall of Fame broadcast team, and we were younger, and we were. You know, we weren't live. We were taped, and and you know, and then then it all worked out. I mean, but we had a, you know, I believe in the squeaky wheel gets uh, gets the oil. You know, you you have to squeak to get oil on your wheel, and we we squeaked a lot back then, and and we got the oil, and you had to, because we were right. And uh, point is, they're still going with this, where it's um, SmackDown is not as looked at internally as big or as important as Raw is. Um, even though they're both live now, it, it, that, that, that buzz, that feel, that kind of aura has been going on for a lot of years in the company. So, um, But it does lead to a good, I think, interesting show tonight, which I'll get to a little bit, meaning SmackDown, uh, what, what they might do tonight. So uh, also last night, so when they started the show, you know, I thought it was interesting, Kurt, Kurt came out and they had the announcers really selling it that Kurt is not 100%. He's hurt. He's banged up. You know, all this stuff. Meanwhile, he's throwing his hands in the air going, you suck. You know, he's having fun. He's smiling. He looked fine to me. Like, <laughs> you know, if you're going to have your announcers sell that, then protect the announcers and protect the storyline. Put Kurt in a sling or have him sell a little bit. You just tell, give Kurt direction. He'll do whatever you need him to do. He's a pro. Um... You know, I, I don't know. It, 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 that was a little disconnect for me, and they kept selling it during the, the announcers kept saying during the tag match with AJ and Shield versus Miz, Sheamus, and Cesaro. Uh, oh, they're feeling the effects of TLC. Yeah, the only guy who I I saw limping around selling a little bit was um, Seth Rollins. Nobody had any tape, sling, neck break. No, you know, like nobody. I know they got to go wrestle a match, but you got to be careful with that. You know, I, I think if you would have had, I, I don't know, I didn't look at Miz's back. It, it, he had to have bruises on his back for the night before. He was His back was pink and red from getting hit with so many chair shots on his back. I mean, I think that would have been good to show that. Maybe they did. I might have missed it. I, I, I watched most of the match, but it was a long-ass three-segment match, I think it was. AJ Shield versus uh, Miz, Sheamus Cesaro. Good match. You know, good stuff. And, uh, and AJ won which I think leads more to it was a SmackDown night, and that was the beginning of it. Unbeknownst to all of us, that was the beginning while we were watching live because they had a SmackDown guy win amongst all those Raw guys. You know what I mean? So I think that's, uh, if you're looking back on it, it, it was pretty smart what they did. You know, I, uh, uh, I, I also I talked about Kane a little bit. I didn't like them coming back from break. Um, after uh, Kane arrived, which felt weird when he arrived after AJ won, Kane arrived and it felt flat. Like when, and then when the heels attacked, the baby face, the whole thing felt weird. Like it felt flat. It felt, did you notice that, Dennis? Like it just felt disjointed. Uh, disjointed's a great word for it. It absolutely felt that way. Yeah, it just didn't feel right, you know? And, and um, then he went, came back from break and Kane's still in the ring. I'm like, oh, geez, what are we doing here? <laughs> And then they they go to a long package from TLC. Those poor people in the audience at, in Green Bay watching this, 
This had to be the longest friggin' 15 minutes of their lives because they, they had no action, maybe 20 minutes. Um, I mean, from the break to after the match to, to come back from the break. Now there's another package. Now Kane's got, Kane's got to cut a promo, a long promo. Um, at the end of the day, the crux of his promo was he's the only monster I'm raw. That was the crux of the promo. That's what I got for the promo. So, and then Finn comes out and accepts his challenge or whatever. And, you know, I, I don't know. And I talked about the Finn match already. And I wasn't feeling the whole theme of that whole deal there, to be frank. Uh, we had, uh, you saw this whole Elias thing uh, with, um, you know, uh, uh, with Jason Jordan and stuff like that. Elias had a great line, by the way, about Aaron Rodgers, bro, about this collarbone strength. Did you hear that, dude? Poof. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, oh, funny. Nothing cracks me up more than when Madoffs go with like, the uh, the local oh, sports yeah. team, and, and especially cheap after heat. that Aaron Rodgers injury. Cheap heat. It's called cheap heat. And what made this even better was they had the Green Bay Packers in the crowd. Yeah. Why didn't they? Sh- I don't think they shot them when this was said. I, they they might have. I don't think they did. But uh, that would have been fun if they didn't. Then maybe I missed it. Uh, you know, the, then they J, uh, J, Jason Jordan Elias get into a match, a disqualification after a stiff chair shot. By Elias on Jason Jordan. Look, nobody cares about Jason Jordan. Let's let's be honest. Nobody cares about the guy. You got to make him a heel. No one cares about this guy. He's not a likable character. He's not. Turn him heel. Move on. Enough. Stop. I'm not wasting any more time on that shit. I'm really. I'm serious. I talked about Paul's promo with uh, with Brock. I thought it was great. Alicia Fox wins the match. Um, and she's the captain of Team Raw. These three girls, Sasha, Bailey, and Alicia, had an excellent match for sure. Excellent. Who else I thought? I'm trying to rush because I don't have a lot of time here. Who also, if you're, if you're left on hold, I apologize. I can't get to you. We're just we're packed today. So I, I try my best every day to get to everybody on the phones. I can't today. Um, uh, Zotrain versus Lucha Lucha. Lucha Lucha. You know, um, I, I thought it was a good match, you know, and, and I thought who had the best night was Zulak. Uh, Zulak got a chance to cut a real promo in his style because homeboy had the, the throat issue, uh, meaning uh, Enzo. And um, I thought Zulak... This was a great night for him. Um, I thought he did an excellent, excellent job. Didn't expect this, and it was an excellent job. Uh, are you? Really uh, are you giving him a new nickname? Who's this? Who? Oh. Drew Drew Zulak. I like that. Yeah, what's his name? Drewlak. What's his name? Zulak. Zulak. Ah, Zulak. And you're mixing Zulak. it with Enzo. I like it. Hey, Zulak. Now that's his new name. That's Zulak. Z o o lak. Zulak. That's his name. Works for me. Yeah. Hey, Why is this guy making fun of me? I am not sure. He, he He's getting too comfortable. He's starting. Jason, he really thinks Jason he's a Maldolano, Jason Maldolano, Facebook Live. Wasn't a, a chair shot. was a guitar shot. He's right. I'm calling one guy Zulak. His name is Gulak. Jesus. Unbelievable. It's because you're rushed. No. No. That's implying I'm not a pro. Bullshit. No, you are a pro. I, that podcast. I am a pro. Did you not hear me talk about the the moving Mona Lisa earlier of your bridging suplexes? God dang it. I don't like back-to-back errors. I almost <laughs> fell down. Um, <laughs> that would have been a triple, the trifecta. <laughs> it's topsy-turvy. <laughs> I would have had to Pulled put the down. goofy noise out. Oh. Just took a boink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so from now on, he will be Zulak. Okay. So Drew Zulak caught an amazing. It's a better name than Gulak. It is. I love it. It's, well, Darren Davies says too many chair shots to the head. Yeah, he's right. That's that, that's uh, yeah. That's basically it. Uh, yeah. Look, I I think that um, I think that uh, Gulak had a great night. His promo work was excellent. I really enjoyed it. 
And like I said, they ended this match like, I don't know, 10 to 11, you know, 10, 50 p.m. Eastern. So then they got into the whole invasion thing on the siege thing, you know, which I have to say uh, a couple of like Shinsei Nakamura was in tow with with the whole SmackDown group. He shouldn't have been there, in my opinion. Certain people shouldn't be in this. Certain people should be separate. And I think Nakamura is a guy that shouldn't be thrown in that mix. I like that AJ was there only because um, he was on the card and he wrestled the night before, so he comes off like a real douche in in, in character. Um, you know, right now they got to do something tonight on SmackDown where it paints SmackDown more like the you know give SmackDown a little babyface shine because right now they look like the heels. They really do. Um, so uh, you know, I. I I think that uh, it was a good little touch having um, having uh, what's his name attack Jason Jordan first uh, uh, Gable, and some people are saying, well, the announcers. I saw some stuff on Twitter. I can't remember the gentleman's name. I replied to. Uh, he's like, well, the announcers should have pointed this out. Eh, you can't, and you can't, and you shouldn't because it's not about individual angles in that moment. If you catch it as a fan, then cool, and otherwise you move on because the announcers they they didn't talk a lot during this, and nor should they. You want to hear the natural audio backstage of the, the the SmackDown guys running through that locker room like a tornado and the physicality. You don't want to hear the announcers, so you should not point it out. And it's not about individual stories. It's about uh, a team versus a team. A team versus a team. So that's why I have no problem with the way they did that. So that's the deal. Um, so that's, that's, that's it. So I think I kind of covered just about everything that I wanted to cover here in regards to uh, this whole show. Um, so I'm, I'm getting a message from, uh, Seth. <sighs> you got to get out of you the done studio. yet? Yeah. He's all over it. Wow. Interesting. I think he's knocking on the door. Yeah, he probably is. You guys still in there? Stay out, Seth. I can hear you. See the lit sign above the door that says live on air. Okay. That means that's like rule number one in broadcasting. Don't touch the door. Okay, it says live on air. Okay, so that means we're live on air. But we're going to wrap up. As I said, express edition of the show. I think I hit you with all the stuff. People on Facebook Live, thank you. Share the show. And if you missed the front end of the show, listen to the podcast later or watch the video. Uh, I talked a lot about uh, everything on Raw last night. And I'll tell you what, at the end of the day, this makes SmackDown more intriguing to watch tonight. This whole under siege thing. I'm I'm interested to see what they do here. You know you're going to get some kind of retaliation from from the, the red team. So we shall see. Uh, they're printing up the red raw T-shirts as we speak. So that's the deal. Uh, so everybody on Facebook Live, hello and goodbye. Thank you, everybody. Share the show, please. And uh, rate, review, and all that other stuff. For everybody at the Gimmick Clubhouse and everybody here at the Rage Cave, I'm Taz. You're not. Thank you, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. See ya. Yeah, said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page. But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid. Now, I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the 
Here to stay. I'm hoping 